Today's episode is brought to you by Noble Agency. Are you looking for EVP and employer brand that will engage your people and attract the best talent? Do you need to tell your story in a way that will help tackle business challenges of now and tomorrow? Noble Agency are here to help, Lauren. EVP and employer branding is a topic that everyone's talking about right now, Craig. Mm. Luckily, the team at Noble Agency have specialised in this for years. From EVP and employer branding to award-winning graduate marketing campaigns, content creation and everything in between, Noble Agency solve business challenges, help shape organisational culture and enhance the employee experience for brands across the globe. So head on over, everyone, to all the W's, nobleagency.com.au, and start creating brand love throughout the employee life cycle today. And don't forget to tell them, Tarpod sent you. Get ready, it's Tarpod time. We talk talent, recruitment, and everything in between. So strap in and prepare yourself for a dose of knowledge tied up in a ribbon of fun. Now, please join your hosts and industry leaders, Lauren Sharp and Craig Watson. Hi, everyone. Welcome to Tarpod. I'm Craig and I am flying solo today. Lauren is sunning herself in wonderful Dublin as we speak, um, enjoying a couple of weeks off, and she's given the whole studio over to me, which can be both disconcerting or maybe exciting and we'll we'll see by the end of it but today we're really excited we've got our monthly sponsor noble agency and we've got ben de costa founder and executive creative director with us today welcome back ben it's great to have you back hello mate how are you i'm well i'm well and noble agency for those people who don't know noble agencies has brand and marketing expertise for people and culture teams and we're really excited to have you back and it's always great to talk about branding and marketing and i guess before we get into anything mate what have you been doing for the last year yeah, I mean the last the last twelve months has been busy. It's been um, I think look, we're 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 the same as everyone else. We've had ups and downs. We've seen we've seen client work, you know, spiking and then dropping off all over the place. So, um, but it's been a fun year. We've been doing some great work. Um, there's some cool bits about to come out. Um, we've done some EVPs and employer brands for some uh, pretty big brands. So we've we've just about to go into content creation for Seek. So we've developed an EVP and employer brand for um, for Seek for ANZ market, but also for their Asian um, operations, which is actually to cover 14 different countries. So you can obviously imagine the complexity behind that one. Wow, that's a massive, um, massive project. Yeah, huge project, huge brand, um, really iconic, and such a nice bunch of people to work with as well. And that's one of the things that we're we're quite choosy around who we actually do work with because um, we do like to have a great experience. And it's it's all the whole noble way is, is from our perspective is, is you know good human beings doing great work, and um, and that kind of goes both ways as well. So Seek is about to come out, about to go into photo shoots. Um, Lion, it used to be Lion Nathan. Yep, yep. Um, we're just about to. That's just launching now. I, mean, I have to credit um, Bree Mason who uh-huh. actually did all the. Uh, yeah, so we work with Bree Mason sometimes. So she did all the EDP strategy, a lot of the heavy lifting in the early phases of the project, and then we were asked to come in and go. You know, how do we how do we visually articulate this story that she'd uncovered? So um, yeah, you can head over to LionCareers.com and see a blend of her work and our work um, yeah. sort of coming together into something really cool. So we developed this whole you know you know people. 
you know, with the bottles, with the brands. Um, and I think what's interesting about that one is <laughs> I keep on hearing on these, like, you know, the podcasts and, you know, mm. the, the people on LinkedIn talking about authenticity. Authenticity needs to come out in employer branding. And I think that authenticity can be also sort of pitched a little bit lazily around, oh, do we just film people talking? And it's not. It's really about the authenticity of the brand. How do you capture the authentic, authentic vibe um, of what it's like to work somewhere? That, I think Lion's a great um, example of that because you can go through there and there's uh, this energy and fun um that you see in the visuals and for lion that's their that's their brand of authenticity um so that's another cool one we've done been um been working on it's about to launch hey you said you said right at the outset there you like to work with companies that are fun Uh, just a question just came to my mind then in your work when you're working very closely with branding and marketing is this is there occasions where there are good people and good companies that don't quite represent that in their brand. And and if so, you know, in your initial sort of, I suppose, discovery phase, how, how do you get to the bottom of that? And I know I'm going off on a little bit of a tangent, but it's a, just a question that came to me. Yeah, I mean, we uncover a bit of that in the in our research and insights phase. We we, we write um, insights. Sorry, I'm going to start that one again. Um well, we uncover a lot of information in a research and insights phase. We actually, you know, write our conversation guides around what is the business trying to uncover? What is that story? Um, and then they, we help them sort of select who are in the focus groups because we want to get that full picture. And that then helps us understand how to position what is great about working at a company. What's not so great? What can we help, you know, fix up and work on in the future? And that's really where your EVP and employee brand should be working. It's not just job ads, um, as some people do sort of think. Mm. It actually needs to work internally as well and it's actually become really apparent right now we're seeing a lot of companies you know cut their hiring um and then going well what do we do with our employer brand and you know my advice to to businesses who are in that situation is we need to start looking inwards you know what could we be doing internally that helps for example let's say you've just cut your hiring and it's going to be like that for the next 12 months then focus you know the next 12 months on internal advocacy how do we get the stories out how do we how do we show the people having a great experience of working here even when we're not hiring and the reason for doing that is you're then on a process of content creation and storytelling internally so people understand the employer brand so that when you do switch the hiring tab back on you've then got a workforce who are engaged understand the story we start hiring people people start coming to our website or in interviews or meeting the team and everyone's on the same page about that messaging and how to talk about a career that company whatever yeah it's interesting a couple of years ago we had someone senior europe from red bull on the podcast and uh, they said something which resonated with me they said that you know being a obviously a a consumer-based business where you've got to get people to buy Red Bull and and so much marketing spend in these sort of businesses is directed at consumers. Uh, She was saying that it's really, really important to treat your future workers and and possible applicants in exactly the same way as a consumer. You've got to tell the story of the business. You've got to – and too many people – and you just said it yourself then, you know, it's not just job ads. So many people base everything about attraction um, on a job ad. Whereas the, the, the EVP or employer brand is really important and, and people are becoming more savvy and they're, they're starting to really do their own research on business and try to find out things. And um, if you've got that EVP that's, that's findable or out there, um, you're, you're really doing your, your company a, a great service, aren't you? 
Yeah, hugely. And and you've got to consider also, there's no one way of doing EVP employer branding. We, it's yeah. very bespoke to the company, to the audience, to those sorts of things. And and you're right, you know, every all the audiences, you know, every member of the, your career's audience might want to digest content in a different way. Some people might like written content. Some people might like be more visual and like video content. Yep. Some people might want face-to-face experiences with people that they might interact with. So I think it's about creating a bit of a mix a mix of that so you get your full story across and that the advocacy piece is is hugely important and you know particularly in brands that have a retail focus mm. um years ago a few agencies back worked for on a on mcdonald's and you know looking at very very you know first first job type people coming in 14 15 years old so if we, even if we don't give them a great experience they walk out of the door you know if they if they don't have a great experience they walk out the door they're disgruntled they don't come back to macca's for a burger they go to kfc yep. or wherever and they also tell their mates they had a terrible experience exactly. so it is really important to just just get the basics right it, it goes a long way and then you've got the other side of the coin um uh, a few months ago we had someone from talus um a sort of a, a military and you know provider and and everything they do is highly you know it's like security clearances so they're evp they're not really allowed to talk about their business it's so exciting so i don't know you know maybe from a, a branding perspective it's it's go to market like that if you come and work with us you'll learn secrets <laughs> i don't know but it's, it's just so different isn't it the, the amount of so every time you go into a business to work with them i imagine that you're really just starting from scratch and just saying okay let's look under the hood and and really understand things before we bother, even bother about how we're going to attract people yeah i mean tyler is actually one of our clients um you know a year or so ago and um we did a really small campaign so this is where we come in and do the big stuff but we also just help people where um where they need us and in this instance they were um they were developing a, a brand new air traffic control system here's a little bit of storytelling for you <laughs> they were developing a new air traffic control system it was the first time that anyone had brought together civil aviation with military aviation um into the same system right. and by doing that they could develop uh, efficiency on you know getting more planes into airports those kinds of things um where we were asked to help is we're after these really niche specialist people um and so we ran a programmatic campaign we found out what the message was what the story was and then we actually started putting ads and content in front of people when they're not looking for a job um and that's one of the strategies that we deploy on on a lot of our clients actually even when we get into like grad recruitment um it sort of starts to fall into the paid always on um strategy for media Brilliant, brilliant. Hey, mate, over the last 12 months, you've won a couple of awards too, haven't you? Yeah, that's right. Yeah, um, we we won some awards last year for um, for our graduate work. We went down to the AAGE. So if, if anyone doesn't know what that is, that's the Australian Association of Graduate Employers. It's quite a big deal if you're into the sort of early career sort of space and um, met loads of great people. Um, we had a couple of entries in there. We actually got three nominations and picked up two awards. So brilliant. we've got... Um, best integrate campaign and we got uh, best in innovation for graduate recruitment and i mean that was a really cool story around um you know our client was imc the trading firm um they have a really they had a struggle really with brand recognition because they they you know they're not out there with a the product or anything and so what we did for them was actually gamified a recruitment experience or a brand experience for them we we came up with a locked website um we then marketed through social media paid advertising to get people to the website um um, 
once they're at the website, they had to take a 360 to unlock the website. And this this kind of went on and on. And then wow. there was getting challenges, really complex maths challenges. They were getting video content from employees. And all round, between the whole process, we sort of created eight or nine touch points where they heard that name IMC and understood then what it meant, the type of work they'd be doing. Um, to win the grand prize, you actually had to come to an on-campus uh, careers fair and ask for the code. So we'd actually, in a really smart way, had gamified an experience for an audience that loved gaming um, and working things out. And then we get them to a stand with people who are highly engaged and have you know tried out some of the work. So yeah, that was a super cool little little piece of the work as well. Brilliant. Well, given that we're we're far removed now from the pandemic um, and employment cycles, particularly in that grad um, space, are probably getting back to a little bit of pre-pandemic levels. However, competition for talent is geez, out of this world. So uh, for if we can spend the next few minutes maybe just talking about um, the early 2024 grad market and what businesses who are in that space could do to prepare for it. Yeah, I think um, the grad space or the early career space is getting tougher and tougher. There's like fierce competition. um, And to complicate it, the goalposts are kind of moving. We did have, you know, before previous times, a year or two ago, everything was set in, you know, sort of Feb, March to for a couple of months, it was grad season. Now we're seeing many of our clients moving to, you know, we want to go earlier. We want to start running our campaign in November, October. It's getting earlier and earlier. We're seeing other clients are actually switching to an always on um, grad recruitment um, strategy where there is no grad um, intake date. Uh, it's actually, you can apply at any time and join the program when you want. But I think, now we're looking at we're what nine months out. I think now is the perfect time to start to put your plan together for your 2024 um, campaign. And when we sort of talk about putting a plan together, this is really just having some basic thoughts around how do you want to show up. You know, do you want to do you want to look at. Um, you know, what, what do you want the candidates to experience? How do you want them to touch, you know, the brand and feel what it's like to work there? You know, do they get to experience, you know, talking to your actual people? So, you know, what we find is impactful is actually having a mix of different channels. Um, and the one way to sort of work out what is your mix is actually consider setting up uh, a graduate or, or intern marketing ecosystem. And then for, to, you know, to, to do that, just get a piece of pen, a piece of pen, a pen and a piece of paper. <laughs> I've had too many coffees this morning. Um, and actually start scribbling down. What would that ecosystem look like? And, and you know, one place you could maybe start is putting your career site at the center. So there's your career site, and that's really the destination you want to get people to because that's where your apply button is. And so put that in the center and then start mapping around the outside. Well, what ways could they get to this, um, you know, the career site or the, the graduate career site? And we've got things like social media and then what channels in social media? Then you start thinking about, well, what content do we put on Instagram versus LinkedIn versus YouTube or wherever? We want to look at, you know, do we want to do on campus activity? We know that some clients are pushing back to face to face and some are dropping back from it because they don't get the results. Um, you know, do we want to partner with um, universities? Do we want to do on campus brand activities? You know, what's our application process? We've really got to try and think about all those brand touch points that anyone could come to for getting to the site. I think once you develop that, that ecosystem, you can then look at, cool, these are all the touch points where people can uh, experience our brand. Now we know they want to do that. Is our message on point? You know, did we develop our messaging three years ago? If we did, 
it's probably off yeah. and we need to probably review. You can validate what you've already got um, through some sort of internal focus groups or bringing in a, a supplier to, to run, you know, insights focus groups. But I think you need to look at, you know, what's our message? You know, is it on point? Does it suit our business context now? Because, you know, as you know, the business context has changed for so many, so many different companies. Mm, mm. I find um, grad recruitment really, really interesting for me, and I'll try to explain in my own words, um, there's sort of like, for me, there's two really distinct phases. There's the the acquisition recruitment phase, and then often there's this long lapse before the onboarding or employment when they start. So, you know, and people I've spoken to in the past who, who run through grad programs have often said that their drop-off rate from when that people actually sign a contract to the first day in the, in the company um, is higher than what you would get from traditional recruitment, I guess. So um, when people are working on their grad program, should they be thinking of ways or, or techniques to, to, I suppose, engage? And you, you spoke before about an ecosystem and perhaps that's part of it. Once they come in, there's um, regular communication and things like that. What, what's that like? I mean, we're not in the same room, but it's like you can read my notes. <laughs> <It's hilarious. laughs> really? I mean, one of my bullet points that I kind of missed off in that ecosystem is what are your keep warm initiatives? Because to exactly that point, like some companies are, you know, from offer from offer of role to starting, there might be a six month gap. Yeah. Some of our clients, that can be up to 12 to 18 months if people are going back to finish a master's or, you know, anything higher. So I think that's also part of the initiative is working out, okay, what is that gap and how do we keep a candidate warm? You can't offer a job and then to someone and not talk to them again until a week before, yeah, right. you know, if that, months later because they will be sitting at home going is that was that actually real mm. so i think it's almost like a, a yeah, keep warm campaign it's like a soft onboarding sort of sense and start to think how can we give people an experience you could do super basic stuff like your recruitment team could reach out with a you know an email once a month or you might get the ceo or heads of department to actually just make some simple basic content you know shoot it on a phone flick it out to them or you could bring in you know you know other sort of higher end, more, you know, sort of experienced content creators to start, start telling that story. But I think absolutely a keep warm campaign within your grad piece is incredibly important if you've got a long gap, because otherwise there is a high risk that you may offer someone a job and you know, because that, that, that market is so fierce, they'll get, they'll have other offers as well. Yeah. If yeah you don't for sure. enough and the other, <laughs> your competition uh, is giving them a better experience of keeping them warm, keeping the conversation going and keeping them excited they could potentially drop off and then you've lost that opportunity for that person. And there's nothing more deflating for a recruitment team or, or even hiring manager when you've done the work and then it just comes to nothing at the end. You know, someone disappears. Or, um, and there is that, you know, like you said, that keep warm phase that um, can really make the difference. And, and I'm not sure that enough businesses are doing that well enough. No, I'd, I'd agree. And it's almost like... Um, I think uh, organizations are shortchanging themselves a little bit yeah. um, in all the bit up front, which is the, you know, the front, the shop, the, what do we look like? All these you know, videos, how we are on a career stand, um, all that kind of stuff. And, you know, going around all the universities for two months and you know, all those people out of our business um, to then actually see a drop off because we're not continuing the experience that we brought people in on. So yeah, it's, it's, it's a massive shortfall that, that it's a risk that, that people do um, maybe underestimate. 
Hey, Ben, thanks so much for joining us and also for Noble Agency for sponsoring us for the month. It's always great to have you on board because the insights in EVP and employer branding are something that um, – are foreign to a lot of people in our in our industry, so they're you know stuck in the day to day of of doing the recruitment, but don't understand the tools and and the processes and the strategies that are available to them uh, to help them in their job from day to day. If someone wanted to contact you to have a discussion around their own um, journey within that branding and marketing, how how would it be best to do that? Yeah, you can drop me a, a, an email directly. It's ben at nobleagency.com.au or you can go to our website. There's a, there's a contact button there to, you know, hello at Noble Agency. Um, and, and yeah, it's, um, I think one of the things that's that's really powerful is we uncover so much in the insights space. For example, for Simul Tier 2 construction firm, big down in Melbourne, in Victoria, um, did their EVP employer brand and out of the insights really uncovered that they actually needed also some help around, uh, this is a business that's doubling in size every year but it's kind of built on an old story of recruitment of, of, you know, how, how the business was built by the founders, but we actually need to set them up with what is it for the future as they double, how do we keep that culture? So we ended up creating a, a sort of culture framework of messaging for them as well to help, help hiring managers keep that story going and, and sort of, you know, letting them know, you know, potential candidates, where we're going and what the culture is you're coming to work on. So yeah, it's, it's really interesting stuff that, that, that comes out of that work. Yeah, I find it fascinating, mate. Hey, thanks so much for joining us. Um, and I hope we get to talk to you again in, in another year and, and more updates and some excitement around the business and, and also yourself. Thank you. And on that note, it's a goodbye from me. Mate, thanks a lot. Catch you soon. Today's episode was brought to you by the great crew over at Noble Agency. Are you looking for EVP and employer brand that will engage your people and attract the best talent, Craig? Yes, I am. Do you need to tell your story in a way that will help tackle business challenges of now and tomorrow? Yes, I do. Well, I've got the people for you, buddy. Who are they? The Noble Agency. EVP and employer branding is a topic that everyone's talking about right now. Luckily, the team at Noble Agency have specialised in this for years. So from everything EVP, employer branding, to award-winning grad marketing campaigns, content creation, everything in between, Noble Agency solve business challenges, help shape your organisational culture and enhance the employee experience for brands across the globe. What? don't they do? I don't know. <laughs> I don't think there's a list for that, Craig. <laughs> Head over to nobleagency.com.au and start creating brand love throughout the employee life cycle today. And don't forget to tell them, Tarpod sent you. Thanks for listening to Tarpod. And please don't forget to subscribe. And make sure you listen to the outtakes at the end of the episode. They're usually the best bit.